0: Their sworn enemy had declared war again. He had known it would happen. Max Petrovsky settled in the leather chair. His gaze on Dage cares. Being in an office, any office, made his shoulders twitch. He belonged on the battlefield and not in the king's underground headquarters. I'm ready to go, king. Yes, you're always ready to go. Dage leaned forward resting his elbows on the onyx desk, western oil paintings lining the wall behind him. I had hoped to avoid war for another century, but the Kurgeons haven't given me a choice. The bottom feeders would die. Then I should get going, take them out in my home country. Not that the United States hadn't been good to him. Max liked it, but he also knew the strongholds at home. Good old Mother Russia. Although he hadn't been back in centuries, the hills where he'd hidden from his drunken father were embedded in his memory. You've been working alone too long. They'd had this discussion before. I am alone. Fire lanced through Dage's eyes at Max's words. Or in remembrance of the condition in which the king had found him in his youth, nearly 200 years ago bleeding and broken. You haven't been alone since the day you joined my family. I know. Max was grateful, and would die protecting Dage or his brothers. He'd killed for them, and had no doubt he'd do so again. But he wasn't family. You are too family, you asshole. Max let a rare grin loose. Must be. You only swear at family. The king also tried to stay out of most people's brains, damn mind reader. Though family was never safe from his concerned probing. Dage cleared his throat. About that, I uh, have an assignment I'd like for you to consider. Max waited. The leader of the most powerful beings in existence took his measure, as you know, My brother Talon has taken a mate and is currently in West Virginia working with the feline shifters. His mate has a psychic human daughter, who is now here at headquarters. Unease tickled Max's nape. He'd heard about the four-year-old and how the Kurgens declared war to find her. Yes, she needs a bodyguard. Oh, hell no. Dage, you can't be serious. Max was a soldier, even looked like a killing machine. No way should a small child be anywhere in his vicinity. Just check her out. Give me your opinion. Tell me if there's anyone you think would make a good bodyguard. Dage stood, no expression on his hard face. I merely want your opinion. Max stretched to his feet, trying to read the king. His unease increased. All right, he tilted his head toward a screen lining one wall. Show me. Dage put on his diplomatic smile. No, I'd like for you to meet her in person. All grace, the leader stalked across the office and out the door. In person? What the hell was the king thinking? Max was a foot soldier, a hulking, overbearing, not even close to graceful foot soldier. With a shrug, he strode toward the door, his size 18 boots pounding against the stone floor, even as he tried to move quietly. He'd scare the hell out of a kid, especially a girl kid. Three doors down, he slowed before entering a room. A little girl sat on a flower shaped rug, playing with a teddy bear with funny hair. Dage cleared his throat. Janie, this is Max. The child turned her head, blue eyes crinkling as she smiled. Hi, Max, she pushed to her feet, scampering toward him with her hand outstretched. He took a step back. Hi, undaunted, she grabbed his hand with both of hers, pumping vigorously.